Before I make a brief comment, I just thought I should acknowledge that I have a higher standard for politicians who want to run the country, uh, create government policy than I do for the rest of us, because we're not trying to do that. Especially when it comes to understanding the issues, I think they should know what they're talking about. But that's because I don't see how our most pressing problems, and there are many, I mean, we've been talking a lot about high energy and food prices, high inflation rate, record deficits. Well, I don't see how they're going to be solved through ignorance. Now, I appreciate for many, a knowledge of the issues and research-based solutions is not their priority. They have other criteria for their politicians. But let me give you a specific example by asking a question. If you own a house and it goes up in value, do we say the house made money? Or what about if you happen to own something like a bike rental business, you had a great month, do we say the bike's making good money? Or is it the owner? Well, obviously, it's the owner. My point is that it's the same thing when it comes to companies. What seems to be very confusing for the anti-business crowd is that, as Laval economist Stephen Gordon explains, corporations can be big and they can be profitable, but they can't be wealthy. They're a form of wealth. I mean, claiming that wealthy corporations pay corporate income tax makes about as much sense as claiming that a rich building pays property taxes. But somehow, many people seem, well, to have a great deal of difficulty understanding that straightforward concept. Corporations don't pay tax on profits. They don't pay property taxes or any of the other numerous taxes. The owners do, the shareholders, who are often members, by the way, of a pension plan, who have an investment in the company, or they could be investors in mutual funds that own the shares. I mean, they're the ones who pay the taxes. And I don't want to get off on a tangent here, but you also should understand that there's numerous research studies that conclude that workers also pay those taxes in the form of lower wages. Higher taxes there on the business, the lower the wages. But I'm not so sure why these fundamentals are so difficult for some people to understand. But it brings me to NDP leader Jagmeet Singh's statement this week in a post regarding oil companies. In quotes, gas prices are up across Canada. Why? Big oil CEOs have been bragging about it. Billions in record profits. Since the start of 2022, you're paying 30 cents per liter more. Meanwhile, Shell and Imperial tripled profits. Uh, Sonovus Energy increased profits sevenfold. It's disgraceful. End of quote. Well, it's also clueless. I mean, saying that profits increased three times or seven times is absolutely meaningless. I mean, come on, it would have been pretty tough for an oil company not to improve profits versus 2020. You had Canada's oil, Western Canada Select, trading in only in the mid to high 30s. I mean, they were losing money at that price. Pretty easy to beat. 2021, Western Canada Select traded in the 50s or lower for the first full nine months of the year of 2021, until demand picked up as pandemic restrictions started to ease, and the fourth quarter did push prices over $60. Now, of course, I expect this year's quarterly results are going to be much better. Why? Because Western Canada Select oil is as high as 90 bucks. So, yeah, 2022 quarters are going to beat 2021, just like it beat 2020. But what's noteworthy is that Mr. Singh and others in the anti-capitalist crowd think that profits are a bad thing. Does he think that losses are better? I mean, we wonder where they think money for wage increases or capital investment comes from. Certainly not companies losing money. I mean, Mr. Singh says their profits are disgraceful. Really? This is from a politician who pushes an ever-expanding role for government, but he doesn't seem to understand that without profits, companies don't pay corporate income tax. No, 
The oil boom, especially in the last eight months, is a windfall for government. No other industry in the country is going to increase the taxes they send to Ottawa and to their provinces more. But it's more than that. I think it's astounding for the leader of the NDP, who's a partner in the federal liberal government, to not understand what's driving energy prices. And instead, he jumps on the oldest hobby horse in Canadian politics and blames it on greedy corporations, as if they set the international oil price. But it's also dangerous, though. Ideologically motivated attacks are not going to solve the energy crisis. They're going to make them worse. We have a supply shortage that was already in evidence well before the sanctions on Russia made it worse. Um, do you think that trotting out shopworn cliches by the party that's a partner in the federal government is going to encourage capital investment? Because we need that if you want to see increased production. Do you think it's going to encourage it, though, especially after seven years of anti-fossil fuel rhetoric, which caused the shortage in the first place? And once again, I've got to mention the poor. It's so many politicians completely ignore them, regardless of what their pretense is. It's the poor who pay the price for rising energy costs and the related increase in food, food costs. I mean, the lack of understanding is a head shaker. And quickly, just one final point. Mr. Singh writes, since the start of 2022, you're paying 30 cents more per liter while oil companies' earnings took off. Well, let's be clear in one fact. Nobody makes more money than government from gasoline sales. Not the producers, not the refiners, not the retailers. And it's risk-free. I mean, governments don't put up any money. They just collect, including federal and provincial excise taxes, carbon taxes, provincial sales taxes, extra levies in municipalities like Vancouver and Victoria, and a big favorite, GST, on all those taxes. All of it. It's why Vancouver pays the highest price at the pump in North America, with Victoria and Montreal giving chase. But more the bigger point is this. It's time to drop that old ideology. Figure out what's going on. Get the research. Look at what the real solutions are. Instead, I think we're going to make the problems far worse.